Hello, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. I invite you to stop, breathe, and mindfully explore ways to better understand and manage the daily struggles of motherhood. I'm your host, Maggie Metz. Today we're going to kick off Season 2 of the Mindful Motherhood Podcast with a series called Seasons of Motherhood. I'll offer a brief mindfulness exercise and have a conversation with Brooke Thomas about pregnancy. I invite you now to practice a mindful reflection. If you are able, find a comfortable seated position. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down away from your ears. Close your eyes. Now begin taking deep cycles of breath, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose. Do your best to maintain these deep cycles of breath throughout the exercise. Today we're going to reflect back to the womb in which your child was formed. Whether in your own womb or the womb of your adopted child or foster child's birth mother. Picture that tiny, squishy face all cuddled up and snuggled in tightly. Imagine the quiet, dark, still environment in which they were occupying space for several months. Maintain deep cycles of breath as you continue reflecting on this sacred space. Try to imagine your precious babe encompassed by the muffled sounds of the outside world, competing with the soft, steady sound of mama's heartbeat. Visualize the dark space like a cave of protection surrounding your sweet babe. Picture your tiny little sweetie completely still, save for a few intermittent twitches and stretches as he or she pleases. Allow yourself to rest with this image of quietness, darkness, and stillness. Notice any feelings or emotions that rise within you as you continue to reflect on this quiet, dark, still space where your baby is growing and changing. Continue deep breathing, 
inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose as you allow yourself to mindfully visit this sacred space with your baby. Now, start to bring awareness to your body. Notice how you feel seated in an upright position, the same position in which you started this exercise. Notice places where tension still resides, as well as places where tension might have been released. Gently, and without any judgment at all, Compare how you feel now to how you felt at the beginning of the practice. Hopefully, after practicing this mindful reflection, you find yourself feeling more calm, centered, and possibly even more connected to your child and their experience in the womb. Even if it has been 10, 20, or 30 years since they have been born. Feel free to pause here and practice this mindful reflection for as long as you'd like. But when you're ready to move on, take one more deep cleansing breath and open your eyes to a soft gaze. This mindfulness exercise is a way to reflect back on your pregnancy or the pregnancy of your child's birth mother and join your child there. Whether you are actually able to carry them in your own womb or not, the time spent in the womb is an important time of development, growth, and occupying a sacred space which can never again be entered into after birth. This exercise provides us with a unique opportunity to mindfully explore what our beloved child may have been experiencing in the womb and to allow ourselves to experience that with them, whether we were the one carrying them in the womb or not. Today we have Brooke Thomas with us to talk about her journey of pregnancy. Brooke is a soon-to-be first-time mama. She is wife to an outdoorsy youth pastor who has hiked around the Himalayan mountains in India and is her biggest cheerleader. Brooke is currently a fourth-year PhD student studying educational psychology and also conducts research in schools, and teaches education courses. She loves Starbucks, mystery books, and time spent with her friends and family. Brooke's favorite food is the pork belly tacos from Livery in Indianapolis, Indiana. Her favorite fictional character is Bianca, the mouse from the Disney movie The Rescuers, because she was very determined and willing to work hard, but she also always stayed soft and kind. 
I am excited for you to meet my dear friend Brooke because she is one of the sweetest and most authentic women I know. I think you're going to love her. So without further ado, Brooke, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood podcast. Thank you. I am so excited to be here today. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. Really been looking forward to this. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. So why don't you start off just telling us a little bit about your pregnancy thus far? Because this is the beginning of your motherhood journey. Yes. Your first child. Indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I have been married for about six years Mm -hmm. and we would say we want kids right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was kind of a feeling of yeah I think so Mm -hmm. and then uh, one day Joel came home earlier in the year and and was just talking about how he had felt like the Lord was laying it on his heart that Mm -hmm. maybe it's the time to be talking and thinking Mm -hmm. much more intentionally about that and I had been so hesitant before but um, when Joel was talking something clicked and Mm -hmm. something felt right and so yeah, I was thankful for those conversations leading up. And then yeah. here we are, yeah, pregnant with our first child. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're halfway through okay. or halfway along here. And yeah, our, my mom sent along a crib she's buying for us. Aww. So parts are arriving. So, so it's real. Exciting. Yeah, we just started to feel the baby moving around. Yeah, and a little bump. I know. Aww. It's very How exciting. How far along are you now? Yeah, we hit 21 weeks this okay. week. Wow. Yes. So so exciting. It's very exciting, very Mm. becoming more and more real. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, very excited to to be in this season. It feels Mm. right. Good. So what have you found to be some of the greatest difficulties of Mm. pregnancy thus far? Yes, I was really nervous about what it would be like to Mm -hmm. be pregnant. I have never been so tired in my life. Mm. Like the first trimester was, I was exhausted yeah. and just could not muster the energy. Thankfully, I, I'm a PhD student and I was on summer break, so to speak, where things are just a little slower paced. Yeah. So I took lots of naps That's and just perfect. had to had to give myself some time to, mm-hmm. to just relax yeah. and rest. So that was a little tricky, just navigating new patterns kind of mm-hmm. throughout the day. And then I would say... I didn't realize um, how fearful I would be that we would lose the baby. Mm. You know, miscarriages happen and, you know, no one's fought, things you can't really do anything about. And Mm. so I would find myself kind of almost wanting to like recheck. Mm. We didn't go to our first appointment until about eight weeks. And Mm -hmm. I was just so curious and nervous about was I even still pregnant? So that Mm. that was certainly a fear that I had to kind of manage and just surrender. I mean, what else can you do? Right. So just had to surrender. Yeah, I actually remember Maybe I'm not alone in this. Maybe I am. I, I'm kind of a strange person. Hopefully not, no. Sometimes I, I feel like I just spiral and I, I'm a worry wart. Uh, Enneagram 6. <laughs> yeah. But I remember thinking early on in my pregnancy, because we got pregnant easy, but I actually had been diagnosed with PCOS. And so it was supposed to be hard for me to get pregnant, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, well... It was easy, but maybe it won't last. And so for me, though, I don't think I could truthfully use the term surrender. That's a great attitude to have. And I'm like really glad that you were. And I say it aspirationally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because for me, it was totally like, it's okay. Like just start planning that you might lose it because Mm -hmm. a lot of like one in three women do. And so I was like, well, just 
don't get too hopeful. And I, I somewhat regret that mentality, but mm-hmm. it was where I was at the time. And right. so a protective stance. Yeah. Almost. yeah. Thankfully, I, I never did experience that, but I can definitely relate to those worries and just mm-hmm. like almost aspirationally <laughs> surrendering, but truthfully, just like preparing myself that mm-hmm. that's a reality. It is a reality. Mm-hmm. And feeling sensitive to that Mm -hmm. you know yeah and then another thing um I think it's good that there has been more awareness around black women Mm -hmm. and their mortality rates Mm -hmm. birth mortality rates Mm -hmm. and I had been doing some research so I'm just like well what did the statistics say and what Mm -hmm. are the odds and you know finding out that black women were over 30 can sometimes be four times more likely to die during wow. childbirth. That makes me nervous. Oh, I did not know that. I know. And it's like, mm. a, it's very nuanced. Mm. I'm certainly not trying to say every doctor's races. That wouldn't be right. accurate. But to deny statistics would right. not be wise either. Exactly. And I think mm. there's lots of questions we can ask. Mm. And, and yes. so, yeah, very just important. a place for discovery. And I mm-hmm. think that matters. So. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. It does. I certainly had to again kind of take hold of that fear yeah and I want to be pregnant I want to be alive to see my child once we give birth so how do we just try and make uh, a decision about where we're going to go and who our provider and things will be where I can feel really comfortable I feel heard and supported and so definitely try to just allow the Lord to lead us mm-hmm. lead and guide us as we made that decision mm-hmm. and I feel like we've landed in a place where I feel lots of peace Good. and really seen and supported so Good. yeah I think for such a joyful time there's lots of things that can try and rob mm-hmm. that joy mm-hmm. and I'm trying to hold on to the joy that can be present in this yes. like, season of waiting yes I love that mm-hmm. what have you found helpful as you've journeyed through the pregnancy? And what have been some of the things that have gotten you through the hard days? I have really enjoyed and almost been surprised. In some ways, people have been having children for forever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, we know lots of friends and family that have children. Yeah. But I've been so pleasantly surprised at how excited and happy people are for mm-hmm. us. And so if I want to talk about it, I've got plenty of people, which I feel yeah. very blessed by, yeah. that are excited to talk about oh. the baby. And Yes. <laughs> Call me anytime. Exactly. I'm probably one of the most excited because I've just, I don't know, I've dreamed of being a mom with you. Yes. And so, yeah, no, I can relate to those excited people because that's me. <laughs> well, it really encourages me. Mm-hmm. And so when I think, oh, man, is this this is going to be hard or mm-hmm. am I going to make enough right decisions? Yeah. Um, you know, am I going to be able to make it through having to feed this baby every two hours at yes. the beginning? You know, just these questions. Mm-hmm. I have felt like so many people have been there to say encouraging word, to mm-hmm. offer advice and give support or just share an excitement. Mm-hmm. And that has really encouraged my heart. So Good. that has meant a lot. Yes. Um, I think it's been a sweet time for Joel and I to think about what it means to expand our family Mm -hmm. and to have those kinds of conversations has been really sweet. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also been really encouraging during maybe hard times to remember that there's no expectation for how I show up to whatever it is that I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, well, that's how I feel. Yeah. If I'm feeling happy and excited, then that's how I feel. And mm-hmm. and I've tried to place just less expectation mm-hmm. for my emotions as wow. I show up to these different, as, as different emotions come over yeah. me. I just try to let them come and, and kind of 
lean into them a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm an Enneagram three. Yes. And even though we're in the heart center, that's mm-hmm. our most repressed. The feeling side is our most mm-hmm. repressed um, aspect. And so there's a lot of times when I kind of move quickly past feelings mm-hmm. and just keep achieving whatever I need to. Yeah. But I, yeah, that's not always the healthiest choice. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think in an overall effort to slow down, I've been trying to lean a little bit more into those feelings. So giving myself grace, letting emotions come and kind of letting go of some of those expectations has been a very helpful personal practice. Yes. Wow. I'm proud of you for doing that. And that's so wise. And, oh, I look back at my pregnancy and I don't even know that I had a thought like that. I wish I would have, but it was just I was overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. we were planning it, but it was still really surprised. Like I just expected to be trying for a lot longer. And yeah. so it was, it was kind of a surprise to me and I feel like it was just a whirlwind, but any mama listening that's pregnant, model your thoughts after Brooke <laughs> and how, you know, I just think it would have been so helpful for me mm-hmm. to try to even rest in the heart of it. It sounds like you're trying, you're making a conscious effort to rest in whatever emotion it is and not judge it right. and not expect that you shouldn't be feeling that emotion. But let, let's right. say that today you feel overwhelmed. It might sound contradictory or weird or impossible, but you can rest in overwhelm. You cannot push yourself through overwhelm, but rather rest in it mm-hmm. for today and just be like, I'm going to sit in the overwhelm for a little bit and I'm not going to make myself try and move past it because exactly. I likely won't be able to anyway. So mm-hmm. the sooner I kind of grasp it and mm-hmm. feel it, the sooner it will move on. Exactly. And I think that's amazing that you're doing that. <laughs> Trying to. Yeah. yeah, because I think it can feel um, I can tend to think like you were just saying mm-hmm. I should mm-hmm. or just kind of have some sort of expectation that I right. I shouldn't feel a range of emotions. Yes. But that's part of our human experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so as a Christian, I can still have faith in God mm-hmm. and still feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And so I think settling down, just acknowledging it, mm-hmm. then it's it's all right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a beautiful word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. One other thing I was thinking about that has been very helpful And I kind of mentioned just having sweet people that are excited to talk about our kiddo. But there's also been, yourself included, Mm -hmm. like mothers who I feel like are so kindly welcoming me into Mm. motherhood in a way. And uh, whether it's questions that I've had, I just feel like no one's coming to me with horror stories and Mm. scaring me about birth or Mm -hmm. trying to raise children and they're being real but it's more so from a place of encouragement and like you can do this Mm -hmm. and I've just been pleasantly surprised time and time again um, to have someone unexpectedly just share a word of encouragement Mm -hmm. or speak a word of life over me Mm -hmm. as a soon-to-be mother Mm -hmm. and so I guess I just feel like if you have if the listeners have people in their life that are in a season of pregnancy It means so much to call out the strength that you see in that person or how you kind of can imagine them being a good mother or reason why. Those words of life can go a really long way. Mm, That's so true. Yeah, that's a good reminder. Mm -hmm. Mm, So good. So what are some resources and or words of encouragement that you can offer other pregnant mamas listening today? I've been thinking about this and... I think one word of encouragement I really want to offer that's Mm -hmm. been very helpful for me is to 
let your experience be mm. its own unique experience. Mm. So silly things will make me feel like, oh, no, am I doing it right? For example, I haven't taken a picture of my belly bump every oh. every month or yes. week. Right. And now I'm at five months and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to have this complete video. I mean, this yeah. complete, you know, photo profile album. of yeah, journaling. Yeah. Or... Which if you did, that's like so beautiful. Yes. And it must have been really authentic and connected for you. Right. But it hasn't been for me. Yes. So, OK, that's just not what I did. Yeah. And it can be something so silly as something like that's that. So good. Or it could be something way more significant, like where right. you choose to have your baby or yeah. how you choose to go about that process or did you take classes or not or mm-hmm. etc there's a million options and I think it's been freeing and liberating for me to remember that mm-hmm. you know let wisdom and love for your child and their mm-hmm. safety guide you yes. and let that really be and, and allow the Lord to kind of move from there but there's no need to have an exact experience like somebody else no Wow, that's so kind of you to say. <laughs> Such a beautiful offering that I wish I could have heard. Yes. Because I was one of those ones who was like, oh my goodness, I'm one month and two days and we haven't done the bump picture for this month and all this pressure and why did I even do it? Do I even still have those files? I don't know. Like if you ask me, where are those baby bump photos? I might say, I have no idea right now. Right. But I remember specifically about the bump photos (laughs) feeling so much pressure to get them taken. And I looked exhausted because I was, because I didn't want to be having my photo taken at that moment. I wanted to be napping or (laughs) like going for a walk or eating a piece of cake, anything but taking a photo. Exactly. So that's so kind. And even as far removed from pregnancy as I am, I can receive that and Mm. thank you for that. So how how much more for a mom who's currently in that stage of pregnancy and can just rest in that word of encouragement? Right. Mm. Yes. It's it's it feels like, I don't know, some form of liberation Mm. to just not have to have that comparison. Right. Well, I think that can apply too. To birth stories. Yes. And I think you and I had a conversation about this a few weeks ago, how different every birth story is. Mm-hmm. So no need to set any kind of expectation. Can I repeat? No need to set any kind of expectation of what your birth story should look like. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to repeat it again, but I won't. <laughs> uh, True. Because... I can say that I had a plan A, B, C, and D. My doctor had me write out a a three-part plan. She wanted me to put A, B, and C. I went ahead and added a D, like a worst-case scenario, this is what we'll do. Mm-hmm. And But I wasn't really necessarily open to B, C, or D. It was just like, well, she's making me do this, and I'm a worst-case scenario planner, so you bet I'm going to plan for the worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. But I fully was expecting of myself that plan A would be, I mean, that's it. There's no B, C, D. They're there just in case, but surely I won't need that. Right. Because that would mean it it wasn't my plan A and that's not what I want. But I, I do think it wise to apply that letting go of those expectations, even with the birth, the coming birth, because... Speaking from experience, 
I went through A and then B and then C and then D in one fell swoop and ended up feeling like a failure at the end of it because Mm -hmm. I just hadn't allowed myself the grace and the freedom to explore what might it mean if we a is not cutting it, so then we move on to B. And then mm-hmm. B is not cutting it, we move on to C. C is not cutting it, we move to my worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. What does that say about me? Mm-hmm. Does that say that I failed? No. That says that I had to do the best thing for me and my baby. Period. And there's no shame in that. None. No. None. <laughs> You're right, but it can... Yeah. I don't know. The messaging can be a little, um, the messaging can, can signal something very specific mm-hmm. is what is the best. Yeah. And, and I think there needs to be a broader definition for that. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and it just feels like when we allow there to be lots of options, mm-hmm. then there's no pressure on me and there's no pressure on the other people that I'm right. seeing in a similar. Yeah. Season. And maybe too, if we can challenge ourselves to see all three or four, however many options you have mm-hmm. as equal, equally good, equally valid, mm-hmm. then that takes off some pressure too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. The more pressure we can take off. The more grace we can give, the better. Mm -hmm. Always. (laughs) Yes, yes. And that is a good reminder as Mm -hmm. I've been trying to stay exactly like you're saying, flexible for what's to come. Right. Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. Flexible for what's to come. Yes. That's beautiful. Quotable. Yes. (laughs) Hashtag flexible for what's to come. There it is. (laughs) Yes. Beautiful. (laughs) I love it. I was trying to, I've had a couple different books recommended to Mm. me and I have really enjoyed a book called Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. Mm. And it's, there's a lot of birth stories in the beginning, which I skipped. Sure. Because I actually (laughs) am trying not to hear too, too many birth stories ahead of time. So there's women I've chatted with before I got pregnant. But now that I'm pregnant, I'm I gonna wait and hear them later Mm -hmm. so I kind of skipped ahead but Mm -hmm. it's been um for me and for what I'm hoping for etc for our birth it's been a empowering and really encouraging book Mm -hmm. about natural childbirth and so that's been a good space for me in this season and then um the place where we're hoping to give birth they have these birth videos Mm. where you can just kind of see the facilities and what have you and I like started tearing up at the end of one of the videos well first because a child was born and it was very beautiful yeah but also the song in the video was just so lovely Mm. and so I have been listening to that song kind of on repeat and so it's called Into the Light by Emery and so if you just want like a really encouraging sweet song yes. that could be a good one okay good yeah. i will add both of those the book and the song to the episode notes perfect so that people can access those easily yes if you want yes brooke thank you so much for chatting with me today and for sharing a little piece of the beginning of your motherhood journey with us I really appreciate the opportunity to reflect Mm. and think about these things in an intentional way with you. So I really appreciate the invitation. Yes, of course. Thanks for listening and for taking the time to pause and turn inward today. 
It is so important to remember to take care of yourself in the midst of caring for everyone else. A special thanks to Brooke for being willing to share with us about her journey of pregnancy. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a single mindful moment. Until next time, be mindful, Mama. Mama.